mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 315 of the So Play Sec Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 5. Yep. Episode 18. Uh Holy moly. Yep. We're almost there. Identity. Yes. A.K.A. Zelenka in a coma. I know. I know. It's serious. (laughs) Hey, anytime I get to sing the Smiths, I'm gonna. Uh, that's the best I can do because I couldn't move beyond it. The one that I just thought of about five seconds ago was Face Off. <laughs> that's pretty good too. Yeah, I'm going to take his face off. I remember the first time I saw that film and I went, "What the fuck?" I think that how was... high were you when you yeah. thought of this? You know, when you're little, you don't really have taste. Yeah, I think this was one of the first films where I went. I think this is a bad film. Yeah. Like when you start to realize. But at the same oh, time. Oh, it's still fun. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Still the same. It's like when I realized that the movie could be bad and enjoyable yes. at the same time. Yeah. It's like that realization like, oh, I think this is considered a bad movie. Yeah. However, I'm enjoying this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take his face off. <laughs> now, mind <laughs> you, I don't know if I've seen it since that first time. Yeah. Because I, I think, think it was one of those movies it. where you're like, I've seen it once. I kind of don't ever need to see it again. I think we should do it. I think we should watch we it should, again. For we research should, purposes. Yeah, we should force um, the other halves to watch it as well. Well, one of one of them would be very easy to convince. Oh, yeah. The other one, that's your job. Yeah, but that's the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? Um, Listen. In pop culture. Listen. There were some other parts of my week that were more stressful and some difficult moments, but everything was washed away. And like the light of the two trees of Valinor washed over my soul as the rings of power re-entered my life. Nice. Um, guys, I'm a Tolkien fan. A little bit. And, um... Real excited about Rings of Power to the point of um, I stayed up way past my bedtime to watch these first two episodes <laughs> of Rings of Power and then proceeded to rewatch them because husband Nick fell asleep. And yeah. I'm like, oh, Guess I, I gotta have watch to rewatch them again. <laughs> um, I will say that I can see where the money went. And... I can tell that they got a lot of the original, like, concept artists, costume designers. From the movies. From the movies. Yeah. Because there is such a beautiful consistency. Uh-huh. Um, you can tell there's a, there is definitely like a separation. These are two different entities. But at the same time, like, this is the same world. Okay. This is visually the same world. Yeah. And you can tell... And so it was just coming home to the most wonderful, warm, cozy blanket. Also, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on this podcast before, Galadriel is one of my most favorite characters in all of media. They couldn't go wrong once they made her a focal point in your eyes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, look, you can fuck her up. 
Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. Um, it's Galadriel before she put all of her points into wisdom. Fair point. And it's fantastic. And the casting of Elrond, holy shit, was on point. The kid that looks like Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Okay, yeah. I just was like, he's like, baby Harris. There's baby a, NPH. There's a moment where, because also I love seeing lo- young Elrond as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, And just the sweetness between the two of them as friends is, yeah. Mwah. There is a moment in the second episode where I went, fuck yeah, that's Elrond. And it's the smallest thing. Okay. This is not super spoiler in any way. Okay. Um, but there is a moment where he is visiting Durin. Okay. And he heads into Durin's home to meet his wife. And he, the roof, it's built for dwarves. Right. He's a super tall elf. And the way he doesn't duck, but just crouches a bit and stays completely upright and just like floats down and back up as yeah. he goes under the thing. And I was like, that small little choice. That's a that's an actor who understands the character. Yes. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, I'll give you my hot take. Yeah. Uh, granted, I am not as immersed mm-hmm. in the films. Mm-hmm. Or even the books, mm-hmm. as you and, and others in our life are. Um, but I did really like the books when I did read the books. I like the movies fine. Yeah. I really appreciate the books. Yeah. It feels to me, and this is not a diss. Yeah. High-end fanfic. Yes. Because I had to ask. I was like, this doesn't sound like Tolkien's dialogue. And Jesse's like, oh, it's not. And then he went into like a seven-hour discourse on what this is based on. I was like... Uh-huh. Okay, bye. I did not because you know. this is not the Silmarillion. This is based on the appendixes oh, yeah. of Lord of the Rings. This, yeah, or Return of the King. No, please. I've already had this conversation. I promise. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Unlike Lord of the Rings, where a lot of the dialogue was already there, things yeah. were already in place, and I was like, it's not a bad thing. No, I can just see the difference. But there are. But it's not a bad thing. There are some lines mm-hmm. that Elrond and Galadriel say that yeah. I'm like. You don't just say that line. Yeah. That's like someone saying a line in Shakespeare. You can technically say the words, yeah. but not like be delivering the line. Yeah. There are some lines that Elrond and Galadriel say where it's like, you had to put your, um, you had to put your soul into delivering that line yeah. Yeah. as a coherent and impassioned thought. Yeah. But that's, to me, that's what it feels like. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, it's, it's a very, very high end fanfic. I will say that in, they have, at least in these two episodes, they have been doing a very good job at being completely honoring yeah. what it, this, the, the mythos is, even the stuff in Silmarillion and, and honoring sort of Tolkien lore, but at the same yeah. time condensing it because you can't. You can't have the story as written when your elves are immortal and, and your humans are not. Your humans yeah. are not. Yeah. So being able to condense these, like, there is a whole other giant plot line in Galadriel's past. They yeah. just kind of went, we're gonna, we're just gonna Gotta go around that way. We're just gonna not gonna mention that yet. Not yeah. know if they're going to, but it'll be quite interesting yeah. as to why Galadriel did not return back to Valinor. Yeah. <laughs> is a. There's a backstory there. Yeah. It's I but I did get I'm halfway through the first episode. Yeah. I am enjoying it. It's fun. I mean I don't live where you live though. Like, I well I know yeah. who your favorite little storyline is. 
I mean, I just like, I like hobbits. 100%. Listen, I love hobbits as well. Do you realize Nick already went, are you um taking notes about future outfits from <laughs> from the Harfoots? And I'm like, damn, Skippy, I fucking am. Look at all that cool embroidery I'm going to put in I, my stuff. You know, I think to me, hobbits are the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The essence of what humans yeah. could be. Yeah. Um, in and just in life in philosophy, um, uh, so that's what I think. I and you know, in in um, I like to imagine that when Tolkien was creating these races, they represented different things, which I they did, they did, hundred percent. And I think the hobbits are just like the purest form of humans. I always like race. to say that I would be a hobbit, mm-hmm. and then like you like to think that you're cool enough to be an elf. But let's face it, I would be a dwarf. You'd be a dwarf. I'd be a dwarf. You're absolutely a dwarf. Thousand percent. I'd live in Craghammer. I mean Kazakh Doom. <laughs> I mean yeah. Craghammer. Yeah. Um, I think that it's no surprise to anybody that the Hobbit life for me. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's like idyllic, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but and don't worry. I'm not gonna say it because you haven't seen it yet. We've only okay. seen the first episode, yeah. half the first episode. But um, I. It's also me, so I'll forget it even. If no, you say it's anything. fine. My, okay. So my my brother, brother Matt, and I have uh-huh. been going back and forth about a lot of theories, and the the person who appears at the end of the first episode don't think I don't have theories about who that is. They oh. did an amazing thing, and I'm, without telling you what it is, they have layered in even mysteries for people who know Tolkien lore. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So there's someone That's who's... That's why I keep saying I don't mean it as a diss when I say it's high-end fanfic. Yeah. It's great fanfic. There is there is there is a person you're introduced to at the end of the first episode that we're still like, well, here's my top three theories as to who it is. Uh. And here's the pros and cons as to why each of those theories might be true. And this would make sense, but this wouldn't make sense. Sure. And this would be out of the timeline. But I don't know if they're worried about the timeline and we have theories. I did hear, and you could tell me more on this, that yeah. they're kind of playing loosey-goosey with the timelines. They are. And yeah. that's something that I'm okay with. Yeah. Because that is something that I will give up to have a coherent narrative storyline. And that it makes sense. If you're thinking of it from a sense of, I have to produce a TV series. Yeah. How do I tell eons worth of story in a series there is a potential one of the possibilities of who this is would definitely be out of place timeline wise it's a flaw blah but i understand because it's one of the possibilities of who it is is a name people will know yeah so i can understand why that may be nice uh otherwise i've been rewatching hill house (laughs) It's fucking great. I mean, other things happened. I read other things, but none of it compares. Nothing compares. Nothing um, compares to Tolkien. Look, if you haven't already watched Hill House or any other Mike Flanagan joints, yeah. if you will, um, it's just great. I've heard. If you can do scary, yeah, it's scary, but it is so layered i'll stick with with sauron and my yeah, and my yeah, balrogs yeah, yeah. for my scary that's and, totally appropriate ice trolls but i'm just like damn i love this show uh anyway that's that's what i did this week because okay. i watched hill house some more and then 
that's basically my life. <laughs> December 12th! 2008. What was that? Uh, written by Carl Bender, directed by William Waring. Um, we have, besides, I'm not, I don't even count having Polly back as being yeah. a guest star, but. Um, he just lives here now. Don Oliviari? Olivieri. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry, Don. Uh, who plays Neva? Um, she's in a few episodes of How I Met Your Mother. She is Lydia in Heroes. Uh, she's in Showtime series House of Lies. Um, and most recently in 1883, which is apparently a prequel to Yellowstone, which I keep hearing all these good things about, but totally is not my style of series to watch. Okay. But I'll be honest, I know very little about it. However, the cast list is kind of impressive. For Yellowstone? For 1883, Sam oh, Elliott. right, right. For, yes, I have seen. Okay. Sam Elliott, great. Love Faith Hill and Tim McGraw, who I didn't even know they acted. Well, if you're, they're both in it, it sounds like they're like, let's do this. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's where you can most recently see her. Nice. Um, and I do, before I before we go into the episode, I have we have to raise a glass to someone. Oh. Um, some, we lost someone on Friday. Frank Drake, who... If you've heard me talk about the Drake equation, oh, which is the equation to possibly figure out how many other intelligent species are in yes. the galaxy or universe. Um, you know, he was probably related to Sir Francis Drake. Probably. Which means he was also related to Nathan Drake. Probably. He's related to your dog. explorers of the world. Yes. Yeah. Um, the universe in this case. So he came up the equation in 1961. He was an icon in the SETI community. Um... And, you know, thanks to the observations by the Kepler telescope and other things, we now know how many, like, Earth-like worlds are common throughout the universe. There's actually cool. a ton of them. Um, the recent study, for example, suggests that more than half of all sun-like stars, because remember, our yes, sun is needs not... to be sort of, it's a specific size, specific temperature. Yes. And more she's than, not the only one out there. Mm -hmm, more than half of our sun-like stars in the Milky Way may harbor a rocky planet in the Goldilocks zone and may have liquid water on its surface. It sounds like where the far zenith are going to live once we destroy the world. Yes. Um, he was professor of astronomy at Cornell for quite a while, for like 20 years. Cool. He also um, was at University of California, Santa Cruz. Um, hey, I know that one. Yep. Uh, he also directed the SETI's Institute for Carl Sagan Center for the Study of Life yeah. in the Universe. It's my Carl Sagan connections. Nice. Um, a ton of other distinctions, just like, I mean, U.S. National Academies of Sciences. He was a member engineering and medicine. He chaired the U.S. National Research Council's Boards of Physics and Astronomy from 89 to 92. He was also um, creator or co-creator, forget which one, of the Arecibo message, which is a digital encoding of like astronomical and biological descriptions of the Earth that was sent out to the cosmos. He helped co-design the Pioneer plaque with Carl Sagan in 72, which became the first physical message that we sent into space. That's the is golden that the record. laser disc? Yeah. That's the golden record. I call it the laser disc because it sounds like that to yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so the Drake equation, again, it's the equation of how many other intelligent species are out there. And if you put numbers into the equations, because it's a bunch of um, it's a bunch of numbers, things like, you know, Earth like Earth like suns, suns that have planets that could harbor life, yeah. you know, where Water this all things. this kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So, if you're on the super conservative ends, okay. we're the we are alone in the galaxy or universe. Okay. If you go on the other ends, there could be 15 million other intelligent civilizations. I like so that one. It's a real narrow field. I like that one a lot. Somewhere between one and 15 million. I'm going to say that there are seven. Seven total? Exactly seven. Exactly seven? Mm-hmm. I have, I've always, I've always gone oh, wait, on what is the it? higher Forbes. end. Elves, <laughs> hobbits, how many humans? However many that is, yeah, yeah. that's however many we are. Tolkien, you all of it. Welcome to the Tolkien episode. <laughs> Welcome to the Tolkien cast. Um, so anyway, that we... <laughs> Sorry, I'm dead. So raise a glass to, uh, to Mr. Drake. Sir Mr. Drake. Yep. That's very cool. I I hope it sounds like yes. he lived a big long life. Yes. And that all of his teachings have been carried on and there's new people doing the work. A thousand percent. Doing. And that he did not silo his work. He did not. He was like, let's all work together. I like it. So we start Atlantis. Yes. We're here to talk about Stargate. Nice little cold open. Yep. Uh, we start with a woman that we do not know. Yeah. Hello, the, random lady. And then the Atlantis uniform. But I mean Listen, we don't know everyone on the Atlantis team. No, we've team. never met them all. So, it's fine. And they don't wear name badges. They, they really don't. should wear their badges. They do. She looks a bit confused looking around. She stays hidden from people who are passing by. We're not really sure why. Clearly, she just works here in Atlantis. It's fine. Mm-hmm. She hides from some people in the lab, which is empty when she gets there. But before she can make sense of what's going on the screen, Zalika comes in because he just got his lunch. Yeah. It's fine. He's really sorry. He didn't know anyone else is here. Um, yeah. But if she's looking for McKay, he's in the mess hall. The, the one's real Weird. confused. Yeah. M- Why McKay. would she need McKay? Why? Random lady. Zelenka looks at her. She's. He's like, are you? Are you okay? Like, you seem really confused. Uh-huh. You probably shouldn't be. She's She's like, well, where am I? Which really worries Zelenka. Yeah, bruh. What are you talking about? Um, you're is in... this where we see the reflection in the mirror? Not quite yet. Okay. We don't see it until the very end of the okay, cold okay, open. okay. Um, he's like, well, you're in an auxiliary lab level for East Pier. Like, do you want to sit down or lay down? Cause you're not looking well. Like I can go get McKay. We'll get you to the infirmary. And yeah, she tries to brush him off. But when that doesn't work, she grabs a pair of pliers, not super sharp ones, mind you. And just without hesitation in the moves of someone who has had to use improvised weapons before, yeah. just stabs Zelenka in the gut. Ugh. It's almost worse that they're not. I know. Sharp. It is worse. Well, it's like, I'm more worried about the tetanus. Yeah. That he's getting right now. And so that's when we see the reflection. It's a different face. It is the face face of Dr. Jennifer Keller. And the woman, Neva, will learn. The stone cold killer Keller. Is super confused and rushes away. Just leaving Zelenka there on the ground. Also confused, bleeding and in pain. Yikes. That's a big yikes. Because to him, Keller just stabbed him with pliers. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I did worry. I tried to start watching this episode mm-hmm. and then got here and then couldn't watch it for a couple days. Yeah. Because I was like, we're so close to the I end know. of the series. I was like, are they really fucking doing this today? Yeah. yeah. Are they really doing this today? Please don't do this to me today. <laughs> I can't watch this today. I'll watch it in a couple days. Don't worry. So that's how my rewatch yeah. went. 
It's fine. Credits. <laughs> so Neva makes making a way to higher <laughs> ground here in the central spiral, looking yeah. around, trying to be low key, not make eye contact, mm-hmm. and she finds a balcony. Okay. Yeah. We know enough about this galaxy that if anyone else, or really anyone on Earth, anyone who's not been to Atlantis, uh-huh. just like wakes up here and then wandered onto that balcony, you'd be in awe. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing a pretty good job of like poker facing her way out here. And then like a jumper passes by as well. Yeah. I'm surprised she doesn't. She keeps her cool pretty well. She does. She keeps it all under wraps. She pulls. She's a little sus though. She pulls the bloody pliers from inside of her sleeves and just like low key tosses them over the balcony and again sees Keller's face as she turns is super fucking confused and immediately runs into McKay. Everything is fine. Probably the last person to run into. Yeah. Imagine. (laughs) I feel like. Yeah. It's a fake grace. Try to talk to your husband, Jesse. Yeah. Like, how quickly would he know that it wasn't me? I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's pretty good. He is good. It's more of like, who would figure it out faster, you or him? Ooh. That's a good question. Yeah. We have different insight roles. Yeah. One, it's like you're insight rolling for very different things as well. Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Very different insight roles. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So um, McKay's been calling her and he goes to check her radio, but she absolutely does not take that gesture in the same way that he intends. Uh Uh-huh. But he does he does get the radio. It's most likely a dead battery because he's been calling her on repeat and he's been ignoring him. Also, I I didn't know they were called earwigs. Yeah, I didn't either. And when he said earwig, I was like, oh, no, it's a parasite. She's got a parasite. It's a parasite in her ear. Check it. Check it. She's still broken. She's still broken. Okay, that's all. But they really have to get going because it's schnitzel day. (laughs) I would get there early if it was schnitzel day. I mean, we passed a German restaurant yesterday in our outings, gallivanting along the world. And I was like, I can go for some schnitzel. I mean, listen, I would be happy to go back to our favorite German restaurant. That's the one we passed. Oh my gosh, yeah. And the only reason we didn't go in is because there was a million people there. There's always a million people yeah. there. Yeah. If you are in the Central Florida area, you know what we're talking about. Okay, the bye. The best German restaurant. Anyway, um, okay, so he just, you know, he just wants to know why why she was half hour late to their lunch date mm-hmm. and and uh, Neva is obviously not prepared enough to play this off in someone else's life and it yeah. just admit something came up I've, I feel what I feel weird and McKay of course it's McKay he's this just- is where you just fake amnesia what would you do in this let's let's Ugh. think of it differently you're put in someone else's body suddenly you don't mm-hmm. know how you got there mm-hmm. and you have to just survive basically I have a headache yeah it's a good one I have a, a migraine. Bye. I think I would like th- throw myself and hit my head and be like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. The the immediate thing would be like, I have a headache. Bye. I'm good. Gotta go. Bye. But you don't even know where you're going. I know. I know. Play dead. I'm full possum. It just it just becomes that like the 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 toddler like limp. Yeah. I'm just. I died. Um, McKay because it's McKay worries he did something wrong. Oh yeah, of course. Because yeah, he, so I did something. I'm sure I did something to fuck this up. Yeah. 
When oh look, her radio works. Yeah. Yay. It's Marie calling Keller since Zelenka's been found stabbed in his lap. Hey, remember that guy you just stabbed? <laughs> now you gotta play doctor. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. I do like that McKay, before finding out how badly Zelenka's hurt, just assumes he's faking it or something. Yeah, it's like, uh, always, always for the attention, this man. And Neva at one point is like, Dr. Zelenka? Her, because she doesn't know who that is, but also sounding like, what's wrong with Dr. Zelenka? What? Yeah. And she quickly realizes who Zelenka is after the description of the injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. I think I know how that might have happened. <laughs> and uh, McKay and Neva rush off. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, Zelenka's not doing well. Um, Marie just relays all this information to Neva as if because thinking you're about the other oh yeah like Keller would know what to do and Neva's like that's a lot of information that I I don't know any of those words don't know yep um and just clueless she just repeats what Marie said that yes he needs surgery what in the world yeah (laughs) I am glad that she steps away when she does yeah and thankfully, Dr. McBride will be there to help. Uh-huh. Um, McKay notices that she's acting weird. And again, Eva just plays it off. She needs to go get ready. Bye. She just continues to yes and the situation. I mean, look, credit to her improv skills. 100%. But you cannot improve surgery on a human being. No. Um, but you can. Uh, this, I think, is where those survival skills she has yeah. play in. Where it's yeah. just like, go along until you can find an so escape route. Can't, yeah. So Neva gets all Sheesh. geared up in the OR. Yeah. And she's still like sort of that floating, confused body language. Uh-huh. And we see on the video screens Keller looking the same. And they hand yeah. her a scalpel and she just I don't feel good anymore. Nope's out of there. This is how you know she's not a doctor. She straight up lowered her mask in the surgery uh-huh. room. <laughs> Lady, this entire room is fucked now. Have you never watched any medical show ever? I'm sure they exist she has, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Interdimensional cable. Listen, you are in a galaxy that half the planets don't know what germs are. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but that's like the first. Okay, this isn't Keller. No. Just the dropping of a mask. I will say, Stargate has not always been the best with them That's in the true. past. <laughs> I have noticed it. Listen, there are advanced ancient filtration systems sure, there's in the, the OR. The, it's just constantly a sterile field. Uh-huh. They're just light washing that room. Yep. They just have masks on because of habit. Well, you don't want anyone to sneeze into the exactly. body. Exactly. <laughs> They're just sneeze catchers. <gasps> oh, fuck. I sneezed into the body. <laughs> Shit, sorry, my allergies are really kicking up today. <laughs> Suction. <laughs> it's fine. The room will sterilize it oh, in a, a second. Phlegm. A little phlegm got in that heart there. No big. Okay. It's just a big old booger on someone's uh... heart. It's a heart booger. <laughs> heart boogers. That's our AKA. So John and McKay head into Woolsey's office to give him an update. Zelenka is alive. He's lost a lot of blood. Uh He's in a coma, a light coma. A fucking light coma. (laughs) Should be fine, though. Coma light. The the amount of times they say light coma in this scene. (laughs) A light coma. It's a light coma. It's a 
We put him in coma, not he fell into coma. He's fine. Yeah, we can pull him out of coma if necessary. He should be fine. And yes, rumors are true. Keller did not do the surgery and honestly, no clue what the fuck is wrong with her. Mm -hmm. She's been acting strange and distracted and McKay found her just wandering around looking lost. And it seems like she didn't know what she was doing Mm -hmm. in the infirmary, which is her job. Yep. The one place she should know what to do in... Thankfully, Carson's going to be back soon, so we'll see. You know see. what I would do? Yeah. If we have suspected it wasn't you, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, can you help me hem up this dress? Yep. And then see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, Gary, how do I manage this project? <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, my boss said something to me. He says, I've never seen you this passionate about anything. In- <laughs> I've known you for 10 years. <laughs> And he's like, I didn't know you had this in you. (laughs) Whereas if someone's talking to me, it's more of like, is there something that you're not passionate about? Yeah. (laughs) It was a very interesting moment because he's like, I've never seen you this passionate about anything. And it's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at me. Yeah. Um, So... Carson's going to be back soon, thankfully, mm-hmm. uh, for us as well, because Paul McGillian. Yep. Um, and Woolsey's going to have him basically check to see if it's something serious or contagious or a parasite <laughs> or something. It's got to be a something. Uh, and on to the other topic, do we have any idea who stabbed Roddick? Right. Remember how Zelenka's in a coma? Just uh-huh. that light coma? Woolsey wants a full investigation. John can use any resource because one of their people is lying in a coma, a light coma, but Woolsey wants to know who's responsible. How is there not cameras in all of these rooms by now? There, pro- there should be. You would think, right? Yeah, you would think the ancients would have had cameras everywhere. You said I don't know simply if, say for something. I don't know if the ancients were that big on privacy. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm surprised there's not like a tape to roll back from yeah. the lab and be like, oh, look, Keller did it. Exactly. She's fucky right now. Somebody lock her up. <laughs> She's mildly fucky. Yeah. In Ke- a light fucky. <laughs> <It's> a light fucker. <laughs> In Keller's room, Neva is going through the drawers trying to find any information, something you can use, probably a weapon. Mm-hmm. And she does uh, see and pick up a photo of Keller graduating. And yes, I believe, I believe if I read correctly, the man playing her father is Carl Bender. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> well, no one would know what he looks That's like. Fair. That's fair. So looking again at Keller's face in the reflection, she's like, what the fuck uh-huh. is going on? That's when Ronan's at her door. Just I love this. looming over the door. Somehow sultrily looming? <laughs> yes. Like, how is he doing that? I don't know. How are you menacing and sultry? At the- are I you know. a vampire? It's, I, th- th- listen, that shit... You can't learn how to do that. It just that exists That shit just in you. comes naturally. Yeah. Sultry and menacing. Uh, so he, he wanted to check in. Because he's hurt. She's not mm-hmm. feeling well. And she's like, nope, I'm just tired. Yeah. And they both have these shit-eating half-smirks on their face. Yeah. Because she's like, yes. They're both holding aces. And so, but she's like, you're kind of you're hot. Yeah. You're kind of my type. And, and he's like, there's something fucking with you. Yeah. 
they're both underestimating each other is what it is right now and they both know what they're holding Mm -hmm. what their capability is yes as we learn later they have both sized each other up um they're both swinging that big dick energy and mm -hmm. like they don't know what to do about that right now and ronan his like you've been pushing yourself real hard lately Mm. (laughs) she's like you know me always Always pushing (laughs) And I can't not, you can't not read that dirty. <laughs> no, you really can't. Uh, and I think to me, Reno Ronan's wisdom stats are high. Yep. Where he's like, he planned, he he chose his words carefully because know how Keller would react to that. Yeah, Keller would be a basket case with nerves right now. Yes. And, and like, uh, you know, uncomfortable, awkward giggles. Yes. That's when he's like, though, this bitch ain't it. Exactly. This ain't it. Um, and, and he just watches her and like takes another step closer. And that's yeah. when McKay shows up, sees this picture. <laughs> yeah. Credit to McKay, like, that he didn't get more self-conscious mm-hmm. in this moment. Anyway. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to share that Carson's on his way back to fill in while Keller is ill. Mm-hmm. They're sending a puddle jumper for her. This whole scene is fucking chess. Mm-hmm. Because how often, A, does McKay say puddle jumper? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, makes me want to think, and we never super find out because they know... Did they talk outside? I want to say that Ronan and McKay are in this together. Because whatever's wrong with Keller, they would both have an interest in They would both better. would have an interest, and I would say both of them, regardless of how many people know her on base... The two of them would pick up those idiosyncrasies about her more than others. This is like their good cop, bad cop investigation happening right here. So, because I'm like, you don't, you don't say puddle jumper, McKay. And she is like, puddle jumper? Yep. Um, And she's repeating it like she's never heard the word before. And Ronan's eyes just focus. Uh Uh-huh. He's literally rolling an inside check in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they turn to leave. She cannot get them out of that room fast enough. They'll just let her rest. Yeah. And to call McKay if she needs anything. Sounds great. A super normal. So Carson is there. They run a full scan on Neva. There's Uh nothing weird about it. The scan's fine. Blood work's fine. Everything is normal. But, Mm -hmm. you know, she hasn't been sleeping well. She's been pushing herself real hard. Yeah. All that pushing. As McKay just looks back at Woolsey. And Carson is like, I just want you to sleep here for the night. We're going to watch you, give you something to sleep. Hopefully in the morning you'll be fine. Yeah. As an aside, Carson to Woolsey and McKay going physically, she's fine. And if there's something, it's real fucky in her brain. Yep. That brain, not great. But this is time that really would have been nice if they ever replaced their therapist on Atlantis. Might be good to have a therapist yeah. on hand. Did you ever replace Heitmeyer? Maybe, you know, they did it with, like, a virtual therapist. Maybe they just call in. <laughs> you, they, can, they can talk to him, like, the once a month that they yeah, call yeah, into yeah. Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how highly prioritized mental health is on Atlantis. It's 2008. They don't know. No, they're not, they're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> so she stays there for the night only as long as she has to and then bolts. Yeah. She finds some poor sap. And it's just, I'm lost. Where are the puddle jumpers? Here's the thing. Where's the jumper bay? 
How do I get to the top of the central tower? You're she's lucky he doesn't kill him to remove the witness. This idiot. Yeah, because if somebody like the head doctor of yes. Atlantis yes. started asking these questions, yeah. I'd be pushing my red button under the desk. <laughs> I'd be like, um, hang on. I don't remember either. Let me look. But here's the thing. McKay comes up fairly quickly to the jumper bay. So he very well could have pressed the red button. That's true. He's That's like, true. it's not my job to stop her, but I'm pressing the and red she's button. She's like, they're over there, fucking freak. And then pushes yeah. the button. Hey, McKay, you hey, wanted to know. She's weird and freaky. Exactly. Yeah. Because McKay does come up. What are the odds he comes up in the middle of the night to that jumper? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Interesting. Still, he's lucky she didn't just kill him to remove witnesses. Yeah. So yes, she, you're right. she gets up to the jumper and very quickly, you know, the, the jumper's open. She finds a gun for herself in the back. Great. Which, by the way, did someone just fucking store that? Here's my question. Is the gun actually empty? And she doesn't know it as she points it at McKay because she didn't load the gun. So here's my... I don't know. It's like... Do they keep guns on the jumpers? I feel like maybe you do. I don't. Well, do you keep the gun on the jumper, but do you keep it loaded randomly? Yeah. I don't feel like that's quality gun safety. No, there probably is ammunition on the jumper. It's in the same pouch, yeah. I'm sure. But no, you don't keep a loaded gun, period, right? So that's what I'm assuming is that she doesn't realize that it's not loaded when she's pointing that. That McKay. makes sense. McKay yeah. doesn't know that. But she doesn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she's really acting weird. So we none of us knows anything. None really, of us know anything. Um, the issue is, is that Keller doesn't have the ancient gene. So nothing's working for her. She's just flicking switches, pressing buttons. Yeah. And then there's McKay. Which, which, which you doing? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she couldn't sleep. Even though McKay knows she's supposed to be observation in the infirmary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she just came up to the jumper bay. So she thought she'd go for a ride. And McKay's like, you don't have the ATA gene, but yeah. you know that. If you were you, she's like, you well, then can that. you fly? He's like, well, yes, I can. But that's not the point. You should be in the infirmary. I do love that he can't resist a moment to no. say, yes, I can. Yeah. As opposed to just going, that's not the point here. No. You know what I mean? Like, he can't resist that little tiny ad. And then because she is, let's face it, a, a woman who's been on the run, who lives in a galaxy that is still fairly patriarchal. Oh, yeah. Turns on the sex appeal. You got to do what you got to do. 100% every tool up for use she's like well can you take me for a ride i mean it would really relax me you know laying it on thick yeah he's like didn't carson give you a pill for relaxing well that didn't work (laughs) and i mean this you know it would be a flight with us alone to somewhere secluded making love under the stars mckay's eyes can't help but brighten she has him almost hook line the sinker it's funny because he knows this isn't her to some yeah. degree. Yeah. And this conversation even more so, but he can't help but be like, well, how would it be? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I get it. I get it. I'd be like, that would be fun yeah. with my actual girlfriend. Uh-huh. But something is weird here. Oh, yeah. but he first has to go get a blanket because the mainland grass is full of allergies. I do love that. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Um, But no, he eventually pulls it together. Like, you should be back in the infirmary. 
<laughs> we can't just go have sex on the mainland. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure you're not my girlfriend. Yeah, because uh, she probably wouldn't be into this. And this goes back and forth for a bit. She's laying it on very, very thick. But in the end, McKay knows Keller, you know, wouldn't normally act like this and is very... It's That is of more concern. The better concern is her well-being more so than getting laid, which is great. Mm-hmm. And although he doesn't... She doesn't want to take no for an answer. He tries to grab her and, like, drag her out of the jumper. She's not having it and pulls the gun on him. Yeah, this is... Yeah, she's... There's no way out at this point. She's like, you should have taken me on that ride. Mm -hmm. And McKay's in disbelief that still... This looks like my girlfriend, and she has a gun on me, and just from outside the jumper, Ronan stunts her with his blaster, and she goes down. Well, because he's been following her the whole time. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. He was just waiting this out in hopes of a reveal. He was... He... Listen. He knew. From the minute she left that room. Yeah. Yeah. So Keller's now... Um, well, Neva is strapped to the bed. Camera's mm-hmm. on her. Clearly something is wrong with her. Everyone is up there watching in the observation area. And Woolsey assumes brain trauma or alien entity. Yeah. We've seen both on the series oh, before. Woolsey, man. How Woolsey has grown. I know. <laughs> He's like, what is it? Parasite? Alien? What is it? Just tell me what it is. I don't know. You can't, you can't break me anymore. Kirsten rules out brain trauma because that would have showed up on the scan yeah. as well as a foreign organism. But Ronan doesn't want to put past the parasite rolling high stealth and yeah. john points out it took five days before they realized mckay had a parasite yeah and carson doesn't want to completely rule out that she just had a psychological snap like mm-hmm. carson goes do you people forget how stressful and emotionally overwhelming your jobs are <laughs> are you forgetting that like people don't normally live like this a little bit, yeah. A little bit, I get it. But also, like, okay, but a gun? <laughs> a gun, like... Yeah. Like, shanking Zelenka yeah. and then pulling a gun on... That's a little far. It's a little far, but I do like... It wouldn't even hold up in a court of law. It wouldn't, but I do like... He goes, reminder, guys, people don't normally live in this stress. <laughs> Fair. You guys never replaced your therapist here. Everyone's just holding this shit all in. All of you all are just white knuckling your way through life. Yes. And you wonder why you don't feel well. Yes. 100%. The fact that everybody in this city doesn't have irritable bowel syndrome is a fucking miracle. Well, you don't know the state of those oh, God, bathrooms. That's true. Oh, this is when you're really really thankful that the Atlantis bathrooms have like really good like scent dispersal systems. Oh, those those are state of the art. There's no TP involved. There's a yeah, it's just taking oh, care of all bidets. the business for you. Yeah, it's full bidets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- I'm I'm assuming most of the city has some GI oh, yeah, issues. Yeah. The whales the under the poops. water are like, I could tell you, I've seen some shit. Listen, literally. you people, it's a whole city of stress poops. Yeah. That is when McKay starts connecting some dots. Stress poops. Um, <laughs> could it be Keller, the one who stabs Alenka? Yeah. Yeah, it could. Um, Ronan is pretty sure Woolsey is right. The woman down there, that's not Keller. Mm-hmm. And considering she's just waking up, they can go ask her. Yeah. I do love this approach. Yeah. Yeah. So they go down. The guys enter the room. John just starts off easy. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, just straight. I mean, 
I can't think of a better way to approach this. No. Who are you? Woolsey knows that if she was Keller, she'd be able to tell them where she's from, her dad's name. So go go ahead, t- tell us. Mm-hmm. She tries to deflect. She knows she's been acting weird. And Kate goes, um... Cut the crap. Pointing a gun and stabbing people with pliers is not weird. Yeah. That's a little bit more than just weird. And Neva's like, look, it was self-defense. He attacked me. And people are like, it was Zelenka. You forget that we live here and we know the people here. (laughs) Which, side note, the fact that everyone's like, Zelenka would never attack anyone makes him a perfect secret agent. Yes. Zelenka would never attack anyone first. Yeah. (laughs) But he would attack them You would have to add that. (laughs) Zelenka would never attack anybody First. He would never start the fight. Nope. However, he would end the fight. Yes. Quickly and efficiently. More quickly and efficiently than a physicist should be able to. <laughs> yes. I am still saying that Zelenka is somehow like a top end bond level, double O level secret agent. Oh, I'm here for that. The most interesting man in the I, world. That's how the series ends. I'm predicting Yep. It. Yep. <laughs> They all Damn it, are taken out by Zelenka. Yeah. They should have just left them in a fucking coma. <laughs> um, but no, she does admit that he grabbed her, which kind of was right. And she panicked. She was afraid that he would turn her in. They're like, well, you're caught now. So yeah. who the fuck are you? And she does finally tell him. She goes, look, my name is Neva Casol. I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing here. I don't know who whose body this is, how I got in this body. I don't know what's going on. I, no clues. Yeah. And, you know, one minute she said she was searching through artifacts. The second she was in some strange woman's body. And whenever she sees a reflection, it's not my own. Sounds right. So she has no clue what happened. We get a flashback to her and her crew who are... You know, now I would say not basic thieves, some high end thieves, some high end goons. Yeah. yeah, um, they, they, uh, they heard word of a treasure trove of ancestral artifacts and went to go check it out. They cut the bars in the windows, snuck in. Oh, look what's in there! But a distant communication device that Daniel and Vala use. Hey, we've seen that before. It's too big for them to take because they're only taking what they can fit in their bags. Uh, mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop her from also finding the stones and being curious, and then putting one into the device. That's why you don't touch the magic items before you identify them. We touch magic items all the time before we identify. I'm not them. saying that we will stop. <laughs> I'm just saying this is why you shouldn't. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, my gnome looks with her hands. <laughs> she really does. She does. We've discussed this many times. Yeah. They're like, well, roll a perception. I was like, oh, no, I'm not perceiving shit. I uh, am up there yeah. poking and prodding it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's when she found herself on the Lances at the very start of the episode. And she is just as confused as they are, but she's completely telling the truth. And she's very sorry for hurting someone. She honestly felt threatened. She clearly, like... She's not someone you want to back into a corner. Mm-hmm. She only knows one way to deal with a threat. Fair. And she just wants to get back to her own body. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's like, I believe her in that part. Uh, yeah, yeah. She honestly probably did feel threatened because she didn't know what was going on and someone just went to grab her. And that's, yeah. She doesn't deal with that well. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So John, Carson, and Woolsey meet up in McKay's lab, and he's pretty sure he's figured out the same thing we did, what the artifact was, what the stones were, etc. Woolsey has read up all the reports, but he's John also hasn't. watched SG One. He has watched yeah. all of SG One. John has not though, and yeah. he's confused. So McKay fills him in on the basics of how the device works. The question is, is why Keller? Mm-hmm. Because Keller also looks with her hands. She does. A hand looker. She's a hand looker. And that was McKay's question. But he remembered in a flashback when they were in Janice's lab Mm -hmm. and Keller was waiting for him to finish up whatever the fuck he was doing, cataloging the technology from the lab. Uh, A few weeks ago, she was impatient, waiting for McKay to to finish. They could leave to go see the screening of Dr. No, because if they didn't get there soon, they wouldn't get a good seat. And they'd be stuck behind Ronan again. And then all the popcorn would be gone. And then while she's she's sitting there waiting, she starts. Both things probably because of Ronan. Yes. The popcorn being gone and yes. then not being able to see the... Yes. Yeah. Um, she picks up one of the communication stones. It's in a box on the table. Uh-huh. And even though it's not been cataloged yet, um, we also hear the possibility of a personal cloaking device, which is fun because we know someone else in the Milky Way did finish that because uh-huh. of Sedona using it. Yep. Back in the present, the stones are still there. He must have pulled them from storage. And somehow in all the galaxy, these stones are connected to the same device Neva found. Well, it makes sense. It's like just random crap strewn all over yeah. the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she was the last one to touch the stones, basically, which is why I connected with her and swapped their bodies. Mm-hmm. The issue is, is that disconnecting this is difficult. Yep. John's a little more concerned that if this woman's in Keller's body, then where is Keller's mind? Bum, bum, bum. <clears throat> Big I'm, reveal. I mean, obviously, like, in Neva's body, but, like, where is Dr. Keller? Yeah. She's in prison. That's fine. It's on a planet, sitting hey, on a you bench. you know what? There are worse prisons. There are worse prisons. It could be a wraith prison. She's having the same identity crisis that Neva's having, looking yeah. in the small mirror, except she doesn't have such a uh, supportive group helping her figure out what's she going on. She also doesn't have as a comfortable of an outfit no. to be uncomfortable in. Yeah. I mean, leather bustier sweats. Yeah. Sweats it's a lot. Great. When you're nervous, you get those nervous sweats. Uh-huh. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to deal with nervous sweats and nervous boobs. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. God. What a mess. I know. Uh, and so sometime, sometime ago, she was arrested and asked the person to contact Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I'm ca- I know this is the magistrate, but I just called him Discount Tim Curry. <laughs> I thought it's perfect. Because he kind of looks like Tim Curry a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, he didn't contact Atlantis though. Instead, he contacted some of the trading partners in the coalition, and discovered the identity of Neva and her crew. Yeah, and she cannot say enough until she's blue in the face that she is not Neva. Yeah, but he's not believing her at all. The guy ignores her. Instead, goes on that I guess you know they're lucky on this planet that all she did was steal some shit on another planet. She's her herself has been accused of five murders, let alone the list of the group has murdered. Here's the thing: how is this lucky? You still end up fucking charging her for that. I know. Well, I guess they're just like none of our people are dead. Yeah, I guess, but you're. It's not like. You're lucky we can't charge you for that because it's out of our jurisdiction. Yeah. They're still charging her for the fucking deaths. 100%. You're dumb, discount Tim Curry. And um, 
The other two are free. He promises not for long. And again, she's like, I am Dr. Jennifer Keller. I yeah. am the CMO of Atlantis. I don't know how my mind up in this body, but please believe me. Please help me. He interrupts her. She's apparently a great, Neva's a great liar. And will tell any story to get free. And he's not going okay, to fall for what any tricks. It fucking cost you to check? And sentences her for the crimes on this planet and also for others in the coalition. And tomorrow she'll be executed. These guys are the worst cops. They're real bad. What could it cost you to check the story? Yeah. And to... It's out of your jurisdiction to charge people for shit they didn't do on your planet. I mean, but maybe if it's... Ex- she's just... They're not going to be extradited. They're just going to be charged across planet. Christ. <laughs> These laws are fucky. Well, she can't be extradited if she's killed. That's true. So everyone except for Keller, obviously, is in the conference room. Uh, they're pretty sure there's only one option. They have to go get the communication device and turn it off. And since that, as far as they know, is the only way to shut down the connection at mm-hmm. its source. Yep. I mean, they haven't really figured out how to safely do that yet. But, you know, being able to have it and research it will give them better odds to how to figure turn it off. Yeah. And Carson's like, we should do that sooner rather than later. Because this Neva lady seems sketch as shit and probably mm-hmm. will get killed at some point. And if that happens, Keller's mind will die as well and yeah. they will be stuck with not Keller. Sounds, yeah, that would be the worst. Yeah. Because now you've got this not Keller in Keller's body. Yeah. It's almost worse. It is. Yeah. So they have to figure out what planet the device is on. So obviously they're going to ask Neva because she knows the planet. Mm-hmm. And she's happy to take them on one condition. Immunity. And McKay tries to put his foot down that she's in no place to make demands and almost calls her a young lady. And John's like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. She wants that when the connection is cut, Atlantis agrees not to go after her and her crew. That's fine. Sure. And she wants a puddle jumper. Yeah, No. No. Well, you have a ton. I just want one. No. Stop pushing. Can I have some weapons then? Look, take us to the planet and we won't go after you. That's the deal. Take mm-hmm. her and leave it. And she takes it. Yeah. Bruh, do you know who you're fucking with? You saw the weapons they have. I know. You think they're scared of you and your two buddies? So everyone, except for Wolsey, heads through the gate, Mm -hmm. uh, Carson as well, and they head out for a couple hour walk, which Mm -hmm. of course McKay's not happy about, but they're here now. He just, he would have packed some more power bars and water had he known. Maybe a better pair of socks to change. Yeah. Yeah. I understand this. And Neva is like, he complains a lot. His blood sugars. Only when he's awake. <laughs> and she's like, really, Keller and him? And John's like, well, shockingly enough, yes. You have no business giving a shit. No, lady. lady. No. Because you don't know about the... No, McKay not maybe it may not be a match for you. Yeah. But you don't know the lady whose body you're inhabiting. You're clearly not Keller. Yeah. The doctor who could have saved Zelenka's life as opposed to you yeah. who tried to kill him. So um, it's the morning and someone comes to get Keller in her jail cell because it's time. I yeah. mean, dead listen, Keller walking. All about you. Mm-hmm. I'll be fighting a little harder than this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're telling me you're taking me to kill me. Yeah. I would make it as difficult for you as I possibly could. You are going to have to drag... You're either going to have to knock me out or drag my kicking and screaming body the entire way. curdling screams, (laughs) flailing. Yes. All of it Uh is happening. Why not go out with a bang? Fuck yeah. 
And outside on the rise outside the village, Neva leads them, telling them the vault's in the center of the village. They're going to have to stealth in there. Not everyone should go. She's going to need a weapon. And John's like, nah, we're not breaking into the vault. We're going to walk in and ask for help. Mm -hmm. She's like, I just tried to rob them. Why would he's like, you don't look like you. How is she not getting this part? <laughs> you don't look like you. Cause I feel like, I don't know. She'd forget. Cause she's like, she seems pretty intelligent or at least pretty street smart. She's street smart. I feel like, yeah, duh. This is the way in you dummy. Anyway. Anyway, they, but they're like, yeah, but if they captured other me and then we cut the connection They'll just ha- either have me locked up or quickly lock me up. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Well, you said we couldn't go after you. This is where I'm like, shut up, John. <laughs> shut up, John. He's, she's like, well, now I just feel tricked. Yes. He should have waited and yeah. be like, oh, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I know. I don't think he even has enough cares to be that that's really what it comes down yeah. to he just dislikes her this much uh-huh. he's like i don't care um she's just really looking out for herself i mean who wouldn't in her case especially yeah. um re- quite honestly she realizes she doesn't really have any other choices here and just mm-hmm. goes in with them and ronan's keeping an eye on her at all times so they just walk into the town hall or whatever the fuck it is and is like yeah. hi we're from atlantis we need help give us your magistrate we hear you have a bunch of alien artifacts and then they describe the communication device which makes everyone here be super sus yeah because how do these people know about the device that someone just tried to steal <laughs> I don't know if this plan this plan sounds fine. We did nothing wrong. We're trying to go in for help. But this like, sounds like one from, of our D D groups plans. 100% from the view of the village, they're like, what the fuck? What are you thinking right now? <laughs> this exactly feels like a plan that our group would come up with. And- yeah, it's one of those where You just came in so naive that you think that this will sound fine because you're not lying. You thought this plan halfway through. Yes. They're like, well, yes, we have that device, but it is hidden and protected. And so you shouldn't think about stealing. And they're like, no, 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 no. no, We we don't want to steal it. We just want to see it. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You, what you do is you say that device you have is a bomb. We can hear it. We can track it from Atlantis. We're Atlanteans with Atlantean tech. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. We think it was activated and causing problems in our magic city across the galaxy. Because we're magic. Long story short, we want to turn it off and not cause trouble. God damn it, guys. It's a little bit of a wreck. It is. She's like, I would love to, but Again, someone's reaction when you hear that out of the blue, there's only so many ways to make that not sound sus. (laughs) So she's like, look, I don't have the authority to grant you access. That would be the magistrate's job, but he's busy with an execution. Please come back later. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh. We see... The whole execution (sighs) thing, it's like, oh... (laughs) 
that's not going to work for us. No, nah, we yeah. see Jennifer being marched through the woods to a clearing, and they're definitely about to cut her head off. Uh-huh. I mean, she's having the best day. And really, yeah. you execute people in secret out in the woods. Yeah, I'm surprised there's not like a village gathering. I know. Little does she know her team is running to try to save her life. Um, they push her down on her knees, and they read out why Neva Corsal is being put to death. Practically in tears, Keller begs with them that she is not Neva. The team is still running. Keller, rightfully scared shitless, but the magistrate just nods, and she's pushed uh, back to lay her neck down on the stump. And I mean, don't worry, the executioner is really good at what he does. It's going to be a super painless death. I'm telling, I would have been like rolling around on that ground or something. I don't know the panic that goes through her heart is, is like the execution does that line up the blade on your neck bit. I think at that point, it's you're so like outside of your own body yeah. that you're like, this can't Crazy. actually be yeah. happening. And thankfully, the executioner takes his sweet time uh-huh. and it gives someone a chance to shoot and kill the executioner. Yay. Keller, with no clue who's firing, very smartly fucking runs. Yep, that's what you do there. It doesn't take long before she trips. Uh, She takes her time staying back up because she hopes she knows who rescued her, but it's not her team. No. It is Neva's team. She's like, I don't know you. Keller, again, no clue who these people are. Mm -hmm. They don't threaten her with the knife, but instead use it to untie her. So she's now confused with new people in the middle of the woods. At least they're not trying to kill her. And they're like, what? No, thank you for the rescue. Uh, you know what? At that point, it's like even the NPCs in a video game say, thank you for saving my life. Yes. Thank you for saving my life. And then you buck it. You yeah. Get the fuck out of there. When our team finally gets to the murder clearing, they stay hidden. All the people trying to kill Keller come back out a bit frantic. And the magistrate wants guards to find her and guard the ancestral ring so no one leaves the planet. And Neva is the one person who fully realized what just happened and realizes they're too late. Yep. So now there's two different groups looking for Keller and Neva's crew. Great. She explains that she's pretty sure what happened. This is not the first time one of them has been captured. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Ronan's like, let me take them. There's yeah. only two of them. They have Keller. Bring yeah. them. I will. They're dead. He's been wanting this whole episode. They're already dead. They just yeah. don't know it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. Can I roll initiative now? And Neva has no idea where they could have gone. Mm-hmm. So Chewie starts tracking. Yep. Um, and considering how quickly she gets to the cave, I don't know if she's telling the truth here. Yeah. Okay. I think at this point she's still trying to protect her crew. Yeah. 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 So they're in a cave. Uh, one of them is a little surprised Keller is so frightened. Did she really think that they wouldn't come and get her? I mean, she saved their hide so many times. They weren't going to let her die. Keller's like, oh, you know, I'm fine. Tries to play along. Uh-huh. Not getting the idea that they... She's not great at this. Well, it's also, it's like, she just went through all this other shit. Uh-huh. She doesn't know why she's not in her body. Yeah. She isn't quite sure these people would be able to understand if she tried to explain. Yeah, she can't evaluate their uh, comprehension level. Yeah, so she... They do notice she looks a bit confused. She's like, I'm just happy to not be dead. hmm And they ask her what the plan is, and she's like, the plan? 
thing. Yeah, uh, well, yep. yeah. What, what are we doing now? Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, yet. I don't know yet. I need more time to think. The, yeah. I love this part because it's so inherent to her personality. I think cause she, she's just like, how do I appease this situation? Whereas I would be like, if I become angry, <laughs> they will understand that language. Yeah. And I'll be like, I have to come up with a plan. I was the one with my hand on a fucking about to get guillotine. Yeah. Why didn't you come up with a plan <laughs> and hope that that was enough to be like, oh, fuck. You're mad? No, I'm mad. I'm mad. Er. Yeah. Um, and they're like, think faster because we have a lot of people chasing us. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, Ronan's on the trail. Yep. Although everyone stops. Chewy? Chewy's on the trail. Yeah. Everyone stops me. They see local guards also looking for them. It's mm-hmm. the third patrol in 10 minutes. The village is only so big. Yeah. I don't know how many people are looking for them. Yeah. Sheesh. So while they're going to stay hidden from the guards, Neva takes the distracted opportunity to make a run for it. And she doesn't get far before the team notices that she goes, but she gets just enough a head start that they lose sight of her. And Ronan doesn't get far in tracking her because she's left no tracks because she's very good at this. Yeah. She does have to admit. And she's fast. Yeah. She's very fast. In the cave, Keller's like, we should leave the planet. I know a great planet that we'll be very safe at. Oh, Keller, you're bad at this. But they're guarding they're guarding the ring, which is the issue. And she's like, so a, a diversion. Let's explode something. And just like the conversation we had with McKay a couple episodes ago, they're like, why would anyone run towards an explosion? (laughs) She's not great at this part. Okay. She's rolling very poorly on these deception checks. Some other distraction. Uh And and Janik, one of the other, is is finally like, look, Nightfall comes, we'll launch a surprise attack, we'll kill the guards, escape from the gate. Keller's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, that works too. Let's do that. Unless we think of a different plan before then, because she still's like, let's not kill people. Mm. <laughs> uh, at that moment, both men aim their guns at the cave's entrance. Keller thinks they're aiming it at her. She puts her hands up, but really they're aiming at Neva, who uh-huh. just walked in, yep. telling them not to shoot. She's Neva Corsal. <laughs> And she tries to explain to them about the communication device and the body swapping. And these two are like, what the fuck? These guys have not evolved to a point where they can understand this. Because even with Neva being real clear, they're like, I don't like it. And Neva's like, well, you're going to have to deal with it. Like, just as as you did on Versal when she brokered a deal with the fire fish merchant to save your life. And Bordal, like... You didn't trust me when you got caught in the brothel. The woman would have made sure you could never procreate. <laughs> and they're confused at the how this strange lady knows all this stuff. Yeah. And she's like, cuz I'm Neva. Yeah. She's not. How much clearer do I need to be about that? You know, for really good as thieves, they're kind of dumb. They are. Yeah. Keller's like, look, I am innocent in all this and I still don't know what's going on, but like that's my body. So suddenly some of this is making sense. Yeah. Because again, she doesn't even know about the communication device. Like, she yeah. knows nothing, right? And she just yeah, knows. She's completely in the dark about everything. My twin just walked in. <laughs> hey, look, it's my body. Yeah. Can I have that back, please? Can I please? 
So they have to fix this. They have to go quickly. They have to get back to the vault, turn off the device. But there's villagers and Atlantis looking for them. So they have to go high stealth. Keller's like, Atlantis is here. Yes. Oh, thank God. Sweet. Is John here? Yeah, somebody. <sighs> somebody save me. He's like, yeah, but Neva is not big on them because they want to turn her and her crew into the villagers. And she's not going to let that happen. God damn, this could have been so much smoother if John just didn't open his mouth. So Neva turns to go, but really her crew is not believing any of this at all. Mm -hmm. She tries pulling, I don't know, rank or something. But no, they're going to take both women, attack the ring now, get the fuck off this planet and figure this shit out later. And if anyone is lying to them, they're dead. Great. So great. So great. So through the forest they go. Uh Neva tries telling Keller that she can do better than McKay. Which... Uh, Can we not with this bold second yeah. fuck you oh you must know much better than i neva woman on the run yeah killing people with two idiot thugs yeah okay uh-huh i'm gonna take your word for it cool uh the guys tell him to be quiet but neva's not the sort to be quiet she continues mm-hmm. to try to convince the crew about the situation yeah but then there's a bullet that's a tree next to their heads <laughs> Yeah, that maybe you should have been quiet. And the guys return fire. It looks like four guards from the village. Neva knows, like, look, if you gave us weapons, we'll go quicker. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's when Bordal gets shot in the chest. Yeah, And he sucks. is dead before he hits the ground. Sucks to be him. confirms. Which, but. you can tell Neva needs a second to fully absorb. You get the idea that they've been running together for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um... And the Atlantis crew has heard this gunfire, is chasing after them as well. Yeah. Taking advantage of the chaos, Keller runs. Yes. Um, and at least she tries to. Janik has no hesitation and will try to take a shot at Keller. But Neva knows that she needs her body, so has to stop her friend from killing and shooting her body. Yes. Tries to go after the gun. Um, and it's not him that shoots Neva. It's a villager. Yeah. One of the village guards. Yeah. Right in her side. Yep. It surprises everyone there. Uh, Janik knows he can't take on all the guards on his own and runs, mm-hmm. leaving Neva just there on the ground. Shot. Keller's body, Neva. Yes. Person. Yes. Yeah. So the guards are closing in. They're reloading. I mind you, they were going to execute neva's body and this is keller's body laying there but who knows if these guards know to make the distinction right they're just like here's a body yeah here's a woman um and she tries dragging herself out of the way she wouldn't make it far but thankfully a familiar red blaster hits the guard in the back and he goes down and almost instantly mckay and carson are tending neva because seeing a stomach gunshot like that on your friend or girlfriend Mm -hmm. not good well, they need this body. They do need the body. Um, Carson stops bleeding enough for Ronan to carry Neva, Keller's body, back to the village and drop her without asking any permissions right onto the table in Town Hall, pushing away anything that would have been there. Yep. Magistrate is a bit confused. John is not happy. This was a rough day for them. Real rough day. And Flatley tells him that, like, she was shot by one of your men. Yeah. And the lady... Who is there is like, well, I told you it was dangerous out there. Thanks, You're Karen. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Shot by your men. Yeah, God, you're the worst. And and discount Tim Curry's like, well, is she dead? 
no, but Carson needs Taylor's hand to stop to get the bullet out to stop the bleeding. Yeah. While that's happening, McKay wants to access the communication device now. And they have to try to explain to the magistrate what the device does. And I like that McKay tries to explain it. And John's like, we're from Atlantis. How is this not enough to just shut you the fuck up already? You know Atlantis, right? Well, you know you want to be our friends and not our enemies. This is like a planet of bureaucrats. Yeah. Yeah. And friends would show us where the device is. Yeah. And that works. And so the guys follow the magistrate to the device and Taylor helps Carson. Thank God. Meanwhile, Keller is running. So they make it to the vault room with the communication device. It's still on, but sadly, you can't just turn it off. This is my favorite part. Um, and and there's no off button. Uh huh. They're working on the terminal. They're working on Keller's body. They're yeah, Keller has uh, Carson has the bullet out and gets to work on stopping the bleeding. Yep. Keller is cut off by Janik walking into her path, yep. and he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows that this is not Neva, and he's mad. And he she's like. No shit, Sherlock. This is what I've been trying to tell you this yeah. entire time. But I'm not your enemy. You know, we can work together. We give us a chance instead. He just points the gun straight at her head. Yikes. In the There's vault- no honor among thieves. No. In the vault, they're trying to figure out how to get to turn the device off. There's no control crystal access. There's no way to just turn it off. Blowing it up may not be safe. In SG-1, they dialed up the gate and destroyed it in the caboosh. Yep. But the gate is too far away for that. I love how... So they're here with no working plan. Panicked uh, Rodney is. Yeah. Because I feel like he would have thought of the Ronin solution. Yeah. And it's also... It's interesting to me, this ancient device. We've had two of our smartest people trying to figure this out. How the fuck do you actually turn it off? The ancients had to disconnect somehow. That may be why they never really used it and why Maybe. it's kind of thrown to the... Because they never figured that shit out. Maybe. How do you make something and not have a plan to turn it off? Yeah. Janik still has a gun to Keller's head, um, blaming her for Bertal's death and almost his own death, and he's going to return the favor. And mm. poor Keller. Yeah. First woke up in a strange place yeah. with a face not her own. Then almost got her head chopped off and now has a gun to her head. And it's not she a good day for her. Still doesn't even have a full explanation of what's going on. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's not great. Back in the vault, John's about ready to just try the kaboosh thing. Double time to the gate. But we don't really have time for that. So Ronan brings out his solution for almost every Yay. problem. His blaster. He's bigger than air. And yes, the device starts to power down. Thank God. And Keller goes to having a gun pointed at her to lying on the table with Taylor and Carson standing over her with a major pain in her side. And I mean, there's worse calming voices to wake up to after something traumatic than the soothing voice of Carson Beckett. That's fair. She really, they really need to, like, double time that therapist onto Atlantis uh, is what they're going to yes. need to do. Sheesh. Carson explains she was shot, but he got the bullet out, the bleeding has stopped, and she's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Neva, meanwhile. Not so great. Finds herself in the forest with Janik pointing a gun at her. Mm-hmm. He tries to explain that this is Neva again. It's her. They turned off the device. There's no way he's going to believe this at this point. Nope. He cocks the gun. She cries out, no. And we hear a gunshot. We don't see what happened. Yeah. One of those two did not make it. Yeah. We'll see. Yikes. 
So back in Atlantis, coming out of the transporter is McKay with flowers and chocolates. He runs into Woolsey. Mm-hmm. He's just going to visit a friend in the infirmary. No big. Um, he's and, and Woolsey's like, that's very thoughtful for you. And he's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm learning. Um, they did send Lauren and his team to see if there's any signs of Neva, and there wasn't. So either she managed to escape or Janik disposed of her body. Yeah, I'm going to go with Janik did it. Did you? Do you think? I think so. I don't know. I think Janik's not long for this world without the other two. Yes. I just don't know if if she would have been able to do, because she was close enough, and I think she would have seen it coming to do, like, like hit the gun so it may have gone off, but yeah, not, not hit, her. hit her. Yeah, I don't know. And then they would have scuffled. Maybe, but I think he's just physically so much larger. He is physically larger, but she has decks on her side. That's fair. I don't know. I don't think she made it. She did murder a bunch of people. She did, and that's kind. Of, I've always kind of figured that that she didn't make it. Yeah, it's a little bit like karma came back to get her. Yeah, she fucking shanked Zelenka for Christ's she sake. She did. She's not a good person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's she's not a good person. Not the best, yeah. <laughs> um, but we guess we'll never know. Uh-huh. And so they did send words to the plans of the coalition that if they spot Neva, that she will not be free for long. Um, and she did some really bad shit and really should face justice. I think that's why I hope she didn't die. So that she faces justice. So that she gets caught. Yeah, it's fair. And they split ways. In the infirmary, Carson is making Keller promise that She'll take it easy, and of course she will. I actually believe that one. Yeah. Um, way more than others in the city. Uh, and McKay walks in and says he will make sure of it. Yep. Carson Good. is impressed by the flowers and chocolate, and while Aww. McKay figures that she's all alone in the infirmary, thought he would brighten the room up a bit, and Zelenka's like, "I'm, I'm literally right, right here. here. <laughs> she's not alone." Yeah. Also, the reason I'm shanked. Remember. And McKay just noticed him and asked how he's doing. And Zelenka is just filled with salt today. And I love a salty Zelenka. Well, yeah, I mean, I would be too. Yeah. And Keller apparently has been like apologizing nonstop for this stabbing, but with genuine care that is completely different than his talking to McKay voice. Uh He reassures her that like, I will be fine. This was in no way your fault. Yeah. You you did not stab me. You didn't actually do this. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, McKay just sort of blows it off that Roddick is fine. He's ready to go back to work. And everyone else in the room is like, no, he was stabbed with a blunt pair of pliers. Yeah, he's going to need rounds of tetanus shots. Keller points out that his wounds actually worse than hers. And McKay's like, well, you were shot. He was just stabbed. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You realize that a bullet is smaller than a pair of pliers. A little bit. Yeah. Everyone just eye rolls at him. Um, Carson offers to move Zelenka so he doesn't have to deal with McKay while he's trying to heal, which, yes, please. And apparently, according to my transcript, I was checked in in Czech. That was not meant to rhyme <laughs> like that. But uh, Zelenka's talking about how he should have stabbed McKay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And Carson either just going along with it or I'm not putting a pest Carson to have picked up some Czech from hanging around yeah. Zelenka for so long. Uh, just agrees with him while they roll him out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once alone, Keller or, or McKay gives Keller the chocolates and flowers, and and he was thinking that when she's better, 
maybe they could go for a ride in a jumper to the mainland to have <laughs> a picnic to land of the stars. And she's like, why are, are you yeah. okay? Yeah. That is out of character for me. Like I, I've been dating you for a bit. That's not how you date. <laughs> I almost feel like he does it just to see what her reaction yeah. will be to make sure that it is his girlfriend back in that body. And he gets a little self-conscious and brushes off like it's a bad idea. And she leans in and she actually thinks it's a great idea. Yeah. And we fade out. The end. The end. Two more episodes. Yep. Yikes. Next week is the second to last episode, and it is an episode called Vegas. Okay, I'm ready. And I will tell you, the only thing I will say is it is a non-standard episode. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week with Vegas. Yes. Until then, you find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. But I said Facebook, there's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Give me all of your Tolkien theories about <laughs> the person at the end of the first episode. Also, patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Rank us, likes, reviews, wherever you get your podcast. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.